The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. This is Bruce Clay here with Virginia. Hi, everyone. Coming to you from SMX East in New York City. The conference runs from October 5th through the 8th. uh, And quite frankly, uh, as long as the weather holds, I'm glad to be here. Uh, And uh, then on the 8th, we have the SEO Toolset Training, exclusive SEO training course for the conference. And that is happening on Thursday. So it's day three, the final day of the conference. Right. And there's been some exciting things that that we've got coming up for you on the podcast. Get a chance to flag people down and see if they'll talk to us for a bit and share their knowledge with everybody. And so later on in the show, we've got Craig Daniloff, president of Click Equations. He was a speaker on the um, head versus tail terms uh, in PPC session, which uh, I wasn't able to attend, so it was nice to have him on to talk a little bit about that, and uh, so you get some of the synergy between SEO and PPC during that interview. And then the other interview is kind of like a mind trick, (laughs) like, um, it's with Mike McDonald of WebPro News, and um, if you don't know WebPro News, they're definitely a a strong news source in uh, search and e-commerce and, and that kind of thing. But Mike don't normally runs video interviews. Right, he does. And when I had talked to him about doing an interview with me, um, he was like, sure, absolutely. You know, I, I feel like I have a lot that I can probably learn from him as far as, you know, his how to, you know, make connections and interview and and all that good stuff. But... He flipped the tables on me, and he was like, sure, I'll inter- you can interview me, but I'm going to video record it and put it on Web Pro News. So he has a video interview of you interviewing him. Yes, if you can get your head around that. That's going, it's sort of like the Department of Redundancy Department. So <laughs> it's an interview, video interview of a person interviewing the video interviewer. Yeah, okay. I know. And it's like, I think the world will implode in the backward cyclicalness of that. But it's really, uh, I think, it's the first of its kind. Yeah, as I commented earlier, it's sort of like those mirrors, those infinity mirrors. They seem to go on forever and ever. Yes. So he's videoing you interviewing him about the video of you interviewing him about the... Okay, <laughs> we got that. I was entertained. There were other things that went on this week. Yes. And certainly there's been a couple of things. Uh, one announcement, uh, Yahoo's decided that, uh, to announce that they're no longer looking at the meta keyword tag. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, it's not indexed. That doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. 
but it's no longer being indexed. And I think that was a, a rather significant change at that level. Um, certainly there's been a lot of other things going on. Anything hot come out of the session so far? I think that the, um, I mean, it could be because it's just fresh on my mind and I just stepped out of the Ask the Link Builders panel and, you know, with links being what they are, as important as they are, and as scrutinized as they are, you need to have some solid expertise before you start messing around with links. And um, there was some good um, information there, things to, to, you know, go over in your brain and um, I've got the live blog session uh, coverage up on the Bruce Clay blog, along with plenty of other sessions. Um, lots going on before that was the Ask the SEOs panel, another great lineup of experts, you know, helping um, share what their experiences has shown them to work or not work. And mm-hmm. um, also, the I Am Charity Party was had to be a roaring success. I mean, it was totally packed in there. It was. I think packed is a understatement. Mm-hmm. Um, it was sort of like you walked from one end of the room to the other with the tide. <laughs> there were waves of people that just kept sort of moving up and down the room, and it, it was really crowded. It was. Yeah, there were a lot of people. I think the charity did very well. That's good. That was for the Myeloma Research Foundation. Yep. And... Um, Let's see. What else has stood out to you so far um, during the show? Well, I'll comment. Uh, the exhibition area where the exhibitors were, um, the, it was fewer people there, mm-hmm. uh, fewer exhibitors. I think we're seeing that as a trend across all of the conferences from a standpoint of exhibitors. But there were a lot of people in the sessions. Uh, the session I had today, um, which was a pretty wide room, it was a you know, from the hallway, it doesn't look so big, but when you right. get inside, it was very wide as a room goes. Uh, there were probably there were there were a lot of people. Uh, there were still you know some empty seats. Don't get me wrong; it wasn't a standing room only, but it was a very much larger room. So I understand there's a lot of people. They uh, hit their goal for how many people are going to actually have been attending that are paying to go to the sessions. I think there are fewer people for exhibit only. I think there's more people for sessions. And uh, then Thursday is my training session. Uh, I'm expecting to have a pretty good session on that. Good. Uh, I've been interested to watch, you know, how conferences are evolving with, um, I guess, the times. You know, maybe at one point it was easier to get sponsors and um, people to pay for their passes. But it seems like SMX is doing some creative things to keep the quality, what it we're used to and yet you know um be able to put on the show well one of the interesting things that i noticed is that the people who had exhibit only passes inside of their badges there was a pass card that you could use to get into one session oh interesting so the people who were just coming for exhibits they wanted to give them a taste of the conference and you just pick one session, one session only, and you can take the pass card and get into that one session. So uh, I think they're being creative in trying to upsell. You know, if, if the sessions look good on Monday, you can come back on Tuesday and sign up if you liked what you heard and, you know, it was worthy. Um, yeah. But that was kind of a, 
interesting thing because I hadn't really seen it announced anywhere. Maybe I missed it, but I hadn't seen it announced. Uh, but it was a good idea, I thought. I agree. And that's just the kind of creative thinking that I, I was mentioning, and I hadn't even thought of that. One of the things I think that also uh, has happened, uh, for those of you that are listening, uh, SMX is not serving petrified food. It is actually a buffet of, today we had Chinese. It was delicious. It was, you know, egg rolls and noodles and fried rice and, uh, you know, beef asparagus, and sweet and sour pork. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, it was not bad. It I was think, not bad I at all. This, uh, this podcast, if you're listening to the original broadcast and not downloading it from iTunes or um, Webmaster Radio, uh, it's right around lunchtime. So I think yeah, it's going to make you hungry. Yeah. But with that, I guess you shouldn't. Uh, you should wait to get your lunch before um, uh, first listen to the, the next couple segments coming up. My interview with Craig Daniloff and Mike McDonald. More SEM Synergy is on the way. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. So you're telling me your affiliate program on the local Pages Affiliate Network is performing as well as your handicap? Absolutely. Thanks to their top-tier XML feed, I'm able to monetize all of my traffic. They handle all of my volume to anywhere in the world. Plus, I also get high cost per click and the most exclusive of advertisers to work with. You should join the club. Sounds good. I can't wait to join. But first, let's work on that tee shot. Use the power of local pages with over 5 billion searches per month and the largest database of paid search listings. Let Local Pages Affiliate Network personalize your account and give you the search tools and solutions you need. Become a Local Pages Affiliate today with localpages.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. PPC Rock stars will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. Live broadcast Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Hi, this is Virginia, and you're joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm here with Craig Daniloff, president of Click Equations. Thanks for coming on the podcast, Craig. Hi, great to be here. 
All right, so we're at SMX East right now in New York City, and uh, Craig is going to be speaking at uh, a panel on the PPC buying cycle. PPC is kind of the, your specialty at Click Equations, right? Yes, we have a paid search management platform, sort of reporting, bidding, uh, editing, and a lot of analysis. You've, there, there's been a lot of talk lately about how, you know, this isn't a new thing or anything. We, we oftentimes in the search marketing world take our um, different channels and kind of like use the intelligence of one to influence our um, understanding of another, such as PPC keywords and, and the effect on how we tailor our SEO campaigns and that kind of thing. Right. Well, you know, the thing we like to focus on, we, we talk about how paid search specifically always gets the, uh, you know, the, the portrait of it in the world is that it's about keywords and bids. And we think both of those really aren't what are the most important things in PPC. Keywords in the paid search world are really just a magnet to the search query, to what the user actually typed. In organic search, the word keyword is used as a more close match to actually the query, to what people actually use. But in the search engine, when you buy a keyword, Google figures out which queries they're going to match it to. And so each keyword has a match type, and you know the way I talk about it is that you know broad match is like a strong magnet around that keyword. It's going to attract all kinds of queries from near and far, and a phrase is a little bit smaller, and exact match is really precise. Um, and the problem is that most of the analytics and the reporting, the numbers you get back, are at the keyword level. And so it's hiding a lot of the truth. The truth is at the query, right? So if I buy the keyword gold watch or men's gold watch, and I see that that you know had a thousand clicks and a hundred people. Uh, stayed two pages and three people bought then I start forming an impression about that word if I go look at those the hundred clicks and the search queries I'll see that you know some people were trying to buy a watch some people were trying to sell a watch some were you know a certain brand of watch maybe that I don't even sell so I can learn all kinds of details about what was really going on by switching from the keyword down to the query and so we provide not only that data but we advocate in terms of managing paid search that you sort of stop focusing on keywords and go to the query because it's, it's higher resolution, it's way more detailed data, and it's far more actionable. And that's pretty important, obviously. Um, so you wrote a, a post on the blog about thinking like an SEO can help you improve your PPC uh, efforts. And so is that kind of like the switch of what you were just talking about? Well, I think, as I said, in the search in the organic world, um, you are trying to match queries much more specifically. Um, and in the paid world, as I said, people fall in this trap of thinking about keywords. And what you're doing really there is you're, you're giving control to Google. You're letting Google figure out which people they want to bring to you. And the problem with that is that what will typically happen is Google will bring to you, you know, some of the people you want and a lot of folks you don't. So you, just, you can just sort of take a lot more control if you dig a little bit deeper. So is then maybe one of the solutions to that looking at the more granular kinds of queries and then bidding on those instead, yeah, like what you're closing down the broad match? Right. So what you're going to do is you're going to look at the queries for any specific keyword, and then you're going to find two things. You're going to find a bunch of words in the queries that are should be negatives, and you want to get those in quick and stop paying for those. And you're going to find words, the queries that convert really well, and you're going to promote those to exact match. So a lot of times, the other thing that we talk a lot about on the blog, and we have a white paper at uh, clickequations.com slash learn on, is something called the, we call the match type keyword trap, where you're going to buy the same keyword in all three match types, and you're going to do that to control 
which queries you catch at which level. So if all the queries are falling down, broad match will catch them all. But what you want to do is catch the best ones with the exact match first. Because then, you, first of all, you can bid it higher. Second of all, you can, when you look at the reports, you can, the, the ad group report for that, the exact match ad group is going to be far more precise. So ultimately, I want to catch everything good in exact or phrase. And the only things that should hit broad are things I haven't thought of yet or things that are really one-off, weird ones. Now, ultimately, and you're able to bid down broad more and more over time so that Google can't just come take any money they want because they're, they can always justify assigning the match to a broad match. Right? We've seen all kinds of crazy things. So, you know, you may or may not ultimately turn off broad match in all of these match-type uh, keyword pyramids, um, but you'll at least bid it way down. Um, you know, it's fine to have it there a lot of times because, you know, people do search on all kinds of new and weird ways, um, but we're just going to be... We're going to have a different perspective on what's happening. We're going to, and again, all of this, we're controlling the situation far more than Google. That's got to be a relief for a lot of businesses. Um, so what about uh, your session today? Any highlights, or not today, this week? Or any highlights you want to share with us? Well, this, you know, we have, this is sort of an advanced session on the idea that you know, people come multiple times to a website before they purchase, and there's this world of revenue attribution so that the last click keyword doesn't get 100% of the credit. Um, and are people in different parts of the buying cycle? Some keywords bring them when they're researching and some when they're buying. Um, so I think it's going to be interesting. I mean, to be honest, I'm, I'm wrestling with whether most people are actually ready for that because if you don't have search query data, if you don't have ROI level data, if you don't have the ability to attribute revenue in your paid search management platform, which very few people have all three of those, I mean, Google doesn't provide any of them inherently and most of the other packages don't, then um, it's great at these conferences to talk about sort of cutting edge next step things, but very few people in the audience you know, are really there yet. The other interesting thing about revenue attribution is as you look at the numbers, we see that... Um, um, there's a lot of crossover. Some keywords, like brand keywords, people think you know, they're used for navigational search at the end of the cycle, so people don't want to give revenue credit to them. Well, it turns out they're used just about as equally at the front of the cycle. And so when you wind up looking at the finished data, it's, they cross each other out. So uh, there's, there's, I think, a reasonable controversy over whether all of the effort for attribution... At the end, do we actually learn anything? It may be that they, it all cancels each other out. We do some analysis that I'll show in my session that shows most of the time there isn't a big influence, but once in a while there is. And if you're able to use that at those few keywords, you can certainly make much smarter bids. The next step is cross-channel attribution, where I can see who saw a banner ad and who responded to the follow-up email and who typed it in the day after they clicked the paid search. Um, so I think that's I think attribution is a big thing for the next couple of years, but we we all need a lot better data and a lot better analytics from Google and from our platform providers uh, before we can probably really take advantage of it. All right. Well, that's um, that's definitely something we need to hear because it, I have been hearing about a lot about uh, attribution in the last year and um, to know that it, we're on the right track in our thinking, but maybe not in the right place as far as the information that we have at hand. Yeah, this is a world that is unfortunately pretty complicated, and we're given, we're just given a small amount of information from the engines. I mean, the fact is they control what we're allowed to see, and uh, without without really clear data, and you know, tools like Click Equations are, you know, finding our own ways to more data than the engines give us. But um, you know, there certainly is a progression, and you want to get the basics first before you worry about the advanced stuff. And I think, especially at conferences, you know, it, it's fun to sit around and talk about the advanced stuff. But in the real world, when you talk to 
users and clients, um, they, they have a lot of basic work to still get right. All right. Thanks, Craig, and thanks for coming on the podcast. Yeah, great to be here. Thanks. You can find out more uh, by visiting clickequations.com. We're going to go to break right now, but more from SMX East on the way. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Hey affiliates, do you find it a challenge monetizing traffic from the UK, France, or India? You need offers that will appeal to all of your visitors, no matter where they come from. AdsMarket.com has met this challenge and has turned it into a science. AdsMarket.com gets results for publishers and advertisers with a winning formula. The combination of offers, worldwide traffic, and AdsMarket's up-close and personal media management is exactly the boost needed to monetize international audiences. AdsMarket.com the science of performance. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles. At hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With, with Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the entertainment channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and today's podcast is coming to you from SMX East in New York City. This next interview is with Mike McDonald of Web Pro News. Here's Mike. This is Mike McDonald, Web Pro News, and we are in New York for SMX East, and I'm with uh, Virginia Nessie uh, from Bruce Clay. Uh, Virginia, we're going to do something interesting. I mean, I, to my knowledge, this has never been done on, on Internet video ever in the history of ever. I know. This well, is I'm actually going to like- video interview you as you audio interview me, and who knows? <laughs> this should be so, interesting. So what, yeah. what are we going to talk about? Well, you know, I was... Uh, this is Virginia on SEM Synergy, and I'm here with Mike McDonald of Web Pro News. And, you know, being at the conference, I've, you know, been in the industry for just under two years now, and you are basically the man to look up to as far as interviewing this space. I, I blush real easy, and this, this is video. We have to keep that in mind. All right. Well, you know, so I wanted to know, um, when you come to a conference like this, about how many interviews are you usually doing? Well, it kind of depends on... on uh what our ob- obligations are and how many staff we have here at the show. Uh, this time we're filming some stuff for Danny, uh, some sessions and things like that. So I'll probably end up with somewhere in the, in the ballpark of 15, 20, 22, 23, somewhere in the 20 ballpark uh, interviews. And how do you 
find the subjects of your interview? Well, typically I'm interviewing, uh, I'm talking to speakers. I'm talking to, uh, you know, attendees here and there or, or people that own the business or business, you know, people that work for the business. And, and typically they have, you know, if it's a speaker, then we'll talk about, uh, you know, what, what was their session or, you know, what were some of the key points that people took away. And a lot of times it's good to catch a speaker after their session because they get the uh, Q&A effect. So I mean, they, they see some of the questions that people have had in the audience and they have, a, you know, some things fresh in their mind to uh, chat about. So WebPro News has been, um, well, you've been working with WebPro News since 2000, mm-hmm. right? So when did video start in that whole spectrum? Was it already there? Or? Uh, I've been covering conference shows since about 2002, I guess, and then we started uh, the video gig, I th- you know, maybe fall of 06, so about three years. Okay, and so what do you think, you know, you get to see different news stories on your site, some with video, some without. Mm-hmm. How does that impact um, your audience or how does well, it react? We, we kind of look at video as a uh, just a value add, uh, you know, something else that's you know a little different, a little interesting. Uh, we try to put a lot of uh, production value into the videos. I mean, we want them to look nice and, and have you know cool graphics and nice little cutaways and things like that. So uh, we really try to focus on on and just looking professional in the videos. And just, Ironic, maybe, given I'm doing the videos, but it, but, but but yeah, we try to make them uh, look nice and 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 as close to, you know, what people are accustomed to in terms of TV quality and 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 things like that as we can. Right, and I mean, you said you are going to be doing in the ballpark of 20 interviews. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine. I mean, do you know everything about all these topics beforehand? Like, what's the key to a good interview when you're doing such a kind of speed round thing? Well, I mean. Having been doing this for you know ten years or so, I, I, I kind of I've, I've known a lot of these people for several years, and I kind of know what areas they like to talk about, what what kind of subjects they're comfortable with talking about. So uh, you know, just kind of wing it, let them let them carry the discussion, uh, and you know having uh, experience enough to to you know just have an idea of where these people like to to be in terms of a topic is you know has been pretty helpful. All right, so just uh, as I wrap up my interview. What do you think is going to be one of the big takeaways from this show? I've got a feel for that yet. I mean, we're not done with the conference yet, but... Uh, no, there, there have been a few announcements. Uh, you know, uh, the the Google uh, uh, cross-URL canonical tag, was, is, it was interesting. I hadn't heard of that before. I mean, mm-hmm. you, know, you can see where that's that's got potential to be interesting. Uh, Yahoo made a couple, an announcement, I think, yesterday that's still under embargo, so we can't talk about that. So, but, it, you know, there's always some news that... You know, re- releases seem to be timed around the time of a show because I mean, you know people are interested, people are paying attention. So that you know the companies always come up with something. You know, most of the search engines, if they're going to bring something out, you know they'll kind of target it around one of these shows. Right, it's a good time for news. Thanks for very news. much, Mike. Thank you very much, Virginia. And uh, you can follow Mike at Twitter on Twitter at mcdonald. Right. What, what is your Twitter? We'll, 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 throw, we'll throw it on there in, in the lower third there. All right. What Virginia Nussie. Uh, last name's N-U-S-S-E-Y. Got it. It's there. All right, Virginia, thank you very much. This is Mike McDonald with Pro News, and we are at SMX for, well, we're in New York for SMX East. That's it for our SEM Synergy podcast coming to you from SMX East. For everybody at Bruce Clay, Inc. and Webmaster Radio, thanks for tuning in to SEM Synergy. 